Good evening and welcome to the Mayor's Community Podcast. This evening, I, Michelle de la Isla, your mayor, have the pleasure of playing the role of the very much loved and missed this evening, Jamie Slack. And this evening is extremely special because this is our December podcast. And in our December podcast, we are, like last year, celebrating the fact that we have not been doing this on a silo. We've been doing this with our community and most importantly, a group of people that I love and that I want to make sure that you all get to meet which is the mayor's community team. Um, these are awesome individuals. They are not all here. We have a few of them today and you'll get to hear from them directly. But these are individuals that have given their time to ensure that we get to do awesome things in our community. Individuals that maybe two or three years ago when we embarked on this journey did not even know what it was like to get involved in policy. And now we have everything from attorneys with their own offices to insurance agents with their own agencies, um, people that are business owners, uh, individuals who are now in council, members of the Human Relations Commission, and just awesome people all around, people that graduated this year. Um, and we just have so much joy that we want to share with you all that this evening, we're just gonna open up the mics and people are gonna share with all of you and you'll hear some of our conversations. So for that, I apologize. <laughs> you'll hear a little bit of what they were excited about this year. So Iron Fist, I yield it to you. Hey, I am the Iron Fist, uh, also known as Nicole Revenaugh by day, um, and I'm an attorney here in Topeka. I was uh, Michelle's co-campaign manager a couple of years ago, and uh, we have stuck together, and now we have this amazing uh, community engagement team, and so... Call it family. Our family, yes, and I want to thank all of you, and I said this last year, for sticking with us yet another year. Um, so many of the same faces, and we're also blessed by many new faces this year, which keeps us energetic um, and thriving and moving forward together. So that was the goal, and I'm so excited that we have um, some new people with us. So, um, you know, for me, the most humbling for, for me, <laughs> the most humbling and rewarding experience is to knock on doors. And what I love about knocking on doors outside of a campaign cycle um, is that it truly is for the genuine purpose of hearing about yeah. how someone's doing on their own front porch. Um, it feels like, you know, we're coming to them on their terms and at their place. And I'm so grateful for those who open their door and have a great conversation with us. I think we learn so much about what our community needs, what they're excited about, what they're hopeful for, and what their challenges are um, from walking through their own neighborhood and so even though we do a lot of events and I'm involved in that and enjoy those um, for me I, I get just a true pleasure from meeting new people in the community so and getting energy from that when, when those doors so open. I'll tell you my favorite reaction is when I'm door knocking with the crew and people are like yeah what do you need and I'm like hi I'm the mayor and I'm here to invite you to this you know we're gonna get together with your NIA and you know we're gonna bring in some food and I just don't have any agenda. I just want to hear what you have to say. Are they skeptical? Oh, yeah. At first, they're like, you're the who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then it's just been, before. no, exactly. <laughs> so it's pretty cool for me. So I don't know what your your Yeah, so is. I've been asked if I'm the mayor about 12 times so far <laughs> this year. Um, Second that. And I, <laughs> and I respectfully declined the role. <laughs> um, Again, second that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that there at first when someone knocks on your door and I am guilty of it as well, it's like, do I even want to answer the door? Yeah. Cause if I'm not expecting anyone, then it's no one I really want to talk to. And so 
I really enjoy when people open the door and they have this curiosity of why you're here. And for me, it's, I, you know, I really have no agenda. I'm here to tell you the mayor is going to be here, hope, usually within a few days of that door knock. Um, we're going to bring food, and we really just want to hear how it's going in your neighborhood. And some people just say thank you, but I'm pleasantly surprised at how many people are grateful to hear that you're even going to be in the area, hmm. um, regardless of whether they can come. Um, and then for some people who have something on their mind, they are, to me, more likely to share that concern. Oh, yeah. Trust me. They They share. They share. Um, sure. So, you the know, good and the negative, which is wonderful. Yes. Yes. Um, and I'm delighted to learn that there's so many people leading in their own neighborhoods, oh, yeah. even if they don't have a title or a role and they have long hours and a long job. There are people that sit on their porches with intent to see how their neighbors are doing, to check in on the kids, to make sure people have what they need, and to keep in contact with the police if there's something going on that's not good for their neighborhood and so i think it's just wonderful to get connected um with all of those people and it really just takes the the genuine knock on each door to find out who those people are and then who who are people that need our help um and then maybe who reached out and showed up and just started that process of being involved in their nia or whatever event because we happened to knock on the door so i i love the organic grassroots process of it and i'm it's still my favorite thing to do. It was the thing I was most terrified to do when I met you, Michelle. Um, but since you trained me how to door knock, um, I felt like I had to step up and do it. But since that hashtag time, organized. <laughs> hashtag get organized. And uh, but since that time, it's it's been my favorite thing, and it's still um, what I look forward to most. So that's awesome, uh, Jared. We, and oh. we appreciate what Nicole has been doing. Well, oh yeah, absolutely. Her organization. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Someone should say why I'm the Iron Fist because it's really not because I'm a hard ass. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, you, yes, you, you, you may just be a little bit. So, Jared, you said that you so, wanted to go next. Yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to talk about um, the pothole walks, which, I mean, I know it's it's crazy. It's just a little thing, but so explain it, what that is. Okay. Well, and I will. I'm sorry. <laughs> Iron Fist. <laughs> There it is. Uh, right yeah, there. Now we know. Now we know. Um, that that just that, that this group goes out and 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 does the uses the app. C click fix the app. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. S say it again. C click fix Topeka. If you search for that, you'll find it. It's, you'll find it. Um, but goes out. You take a picture. You it tells you where you're at. And 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 then within what two weeks? Well, I. I not to interrupt you, no, but no, no, to go. pick up on this, that was going to be the ones that I talk about because when we did that, we actually, one of the mm -hmm. neighborhoods we did was my neighborhood. That I, this is Ryan, by the way. Um, and within two days, I saw a crew. I came home for lunch one day, and there was a crew on my street fixing the potholes that we reported. Mm -hmm. And I had neighbors coming out and saying, hey, we saw you walking around a couple days ago fixing these. And it's awesome to see the the reaction and the, the work being put into that once it's been reported. And stuff like. So I had three or four neighbors come out and talk to me and say, hey, is that what you were doing the other day? And I got to explain that to him and kind of show him, hey, here's how you can do that if you see anything. Um, if you're anywhere else, you can report that as well. So, um, yeah, that's that's one of the things that I really enjoy too. Absolutely, and and that's why I bring it up because when when I talk to friends that don't, uh, you know, that aren't quite as involved or whatever, they they the first thing they bring up is, well, all the potholes, this potholes, this and potholes that. It's like, well, now you can be a part of this fix, and uh, and it happens fairly quickly. And so that is, uh, to me, uh, very powerful. 
Anyway. With that, I think what's been really, really rewarding is that we did this last year as well. And um, we also compiled all of the responses that we got from the city. And, well, I say we compiled. Will compiled and went through all of the data and came up with an... And Nicole went through and they came up with this great data set that the city could actually use and then improve their responses. And so I know that I helped somebody report a curb fix that they needed. And that isn't going to be fixed for a while. But the city was completely candid about it. And we were able to get better information to the taxpayer, which was really what we need just to begin with. And so it was really great to see that even though it's not going to be done in an expedient fashion because there's so much going on in Topeka where there are things that need to be fixed, that the city is touching in with people and making sure that we're following up. And that was something that was a direct impact from the work that we all did and that specifically Nicole and Will did. Yeah. Who else wants to chime in here? Chelsea, you're the you're the newest member of the crew. Hi, I'm Chelsea Jinx. I got um, started involved with the volunteer group in about, I think, April or May of this year. Something like that. Something like that, yeah. By the way, Chelsea's my daughter. My adoptive daughter of the heart. <laughs> it's funny because Michelle got asked if she was the mayor, and I got asked twice in Oakland if I was your daughter. Yep. And I was like, well, not, well, technically, yeah, not technically, but kind of. Yeah. So I work at Evergy, Inc., and I met Michelle um, when I was working in HR. We had new employee orientation together, and we worked, what, probably two years in mm -hmm. HR together. She kind of became my work mom, so... That's how we have our mother-daughter thing going on. And I would say this year probably what I enjoyed the most was doing door knocking, right, for the NIA meeting in my own neighborhood in Oakland. And it was just really cool um, to just meet people I wouldn't have probably otherwise met that are right there in my own neighborhood, especially, like, I spend a lot of time talking, I think, like, elders who live alone or mm -hmm. had their dog, and they were really, really welcoming me. It was, like, the heat of July. It was, like, the week, I think, after, the weekend before Fiesta. You remember the lady that when we were door knocking, she was mowing, and she's like, you guys are crazy. What are you doing walking in this heat? <laughs> and then I remember somebody, I think it was on Chandler, actually, like, they let me in. They were like, come on inside, and I didn't really know what to do, but I, I went in and had a conversation with her, and it got to be probably about 15 20 minutes Nicole was probably like what happened to Chelsea where did she go but and then she was like oh it's so hot outside why don't you come in uh would you like something to drink and then at that point I was like no I I have to uh, you know go on into the next houses and meet some people but I had a, a a really good time just like connecting with people they felt seen they felt heard they felt like they had somebody to talk to and tell their story so I found that people were pretty warm and inviting when door knocking and I was a little bit I don't know timid about door knocking um this time because I had experienced it just a little bit for the campaign in Oakland and I think like people are more responsive like yeah when you're not door knocking because you want something yeah mm -hmm. yeah and I think I think that the whole premise of us doing what we're doing stemmed from the fact that I heard time and time again when we were trying to get into the NIAs, when Nicole was trying to coordinate all those meetings, we only see mayors when they want to get into office. After that, they never come back. So we're not going to have her come over here or anybody else come and speak to us because we only see them once. And to, to us, I mean, I remember us sitting down and thinking, 
wow, we need to change this. Um, and it's not like we get to go to every single neighborhood every single month. Um, but the fact that we're making the effort, that this team is making that big effort to making sure that we keep the community engaged and create a sense of community, um, it is a very different reception. I would say, speaking of building a sense of community, my second favorite thing was today, I actually went and did an interview for our blog post. It's called I Am Topeka series. And I met a teacher from French middle school. He's an eighth grade language arts teacher. And he's like very involved with the community. And you'll probably see soon, maybe before or after this podcast, I'm not sure, in the blog, po blog post, like what I really liked most was when I asked him, why do you choose Topeka? And he just gave a bunch of reasons. He has a 12 year old daughter and he says just seeing the opportunities Topeka me choosing Topeka has been able to provide my daughter that I might not have otherwise had was really special to me like I enjoy that talking about how she's very into theater and she's very into dance and maybe if he lived in a smaller community like his siblings they live in Perry he wouldn't have been able to do those things and provide those things for her so very cool talking about her growth in the city Good work, Chels. Way to stay on top of the blog. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Will, you're jumping in. I see you leaning in. Yes. Um, I was just going to talk about the uh, email emails out to different people, making sure that people are aware of stuff going on at City Hall. There's been some efforts to educate people. And a lot of times what happens at City Hall can seem dense and not accessible and confusing and having just an email sent out that is clear about this is what's going on this is what it means get rid of all that legal language and the obscurity and make it real to people i think that's been something that i've really appreciated to bring it to people's lives and by the way for those of you who are listening you're listening to will nager current Washburn Law student. Very proud that we were able to snag him and keep him here because his dreams are international and Topeka was able to retain him. Um, why don't you talk a little bit, Jeff or Hannah, um, because I would love to hear Trey's perspective as well because Trey is stuck in the office every day and he gets the good, the bad, and the ugly and the really ugly calls. So um, who wants to jump in? I see Jeff moving. Come on, Jeff. Well, I could talk briefly about um, what my role downtown has been in and, and how the city has been helpful about that. Um, you know, there's challenges downtown and, and we've overcome so many things and it's been um, really invigorating for me as an early investor in a downtown property, you know, and building a cafe and that sort of thing to see it all come along and um, we couldn't have done it without the city, you know, you know, so you are a great example of the field of dreams because when you put money into Gizmo and moving it downtown and getting that building, nobody was there. And you were like one of the first baseball players to show up on the field. Um, mm, yeah. and, and it's just beautiful to see how people now are there and your coffee shop, Julie's, uh, it's mm. just like always packed. Thank you for your work. Oh, it is so delicious. <laughs> Yeah, for all of those who pick up London Fogs, Nutty, Blond, uh, Nutty Blonde, <laughs> yeah. uh, 
Woot, woot. Yes. <laughs> Fireside <laughs> lattes are wait, wait, a godsend. Is, this is all about you. No. <laughs> no, so. If you want to hear all wait, my coffee no, recommendations. <laughs> you know, and it's been gratifying because when we built that space, it had never been a public space ever. And Topeka was really underserved with public spaces like that. And I was like, I was mystified by that for all these years that I've lived here. But it was because downtown's brand wasn't good and downtown wasn't vibrant. Sure, a lot of people had jobs there, but they all went to Lawrence or wherever, and they a lot of them still do. But what we're overcoming is that old agreement that we can't have nice things, and we are developing nice things. And last night, Jennifer and I walked up and down the street at like 9 o'clock at night, and we were like having to weave around people because there were just so many people downtown. It was really gratifying. I didn't think it would happen uh quite as fast and and yet i wanted it to happen faster you know but the city's great and and what we have to all do is work with the perspective of the developers who are putting their money into this downtown effort and all around topeka and um and see some vision and kind of steer some plans along because it can't be done with the city having all the rules and everybody else asking just permission to do stuff you know there has to be some like wait a minute if we identify this area as a thing we can put together, let's talk to the business owners, let's talk to the building owners, and let's decide how to develop that and turn it into something really cool. Well, just wait till the plaza's done. Yeah, and the plaza's going to train this community and condition this community into really Absolutely. enjoying downtown Absolutely. all the more, which lays really great track for this little project I'm involved with over and, at the Jayhawk. And being the uh, sports ball guy <laughs> of the group, that big screen is going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, thanks, everybody. No, thank you. Trey. Lean in. Batter up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am here, and my name is Trey. Um, so, so, for those of you who don't know who Trey is, Trey is the amazing voice and the kind person that picks up the phone in our office when you call. Um, a lot of people don't have a clue that in the city, the mayor's budget, there's we have probably the smallest budget in the whole city. We do have the smallest budget. And um, and that includes travel and staff yes. and education and our copier. And like it's just like we are nickel and dimed to the max. I think the next closest budget is more than double our budget. Yeah, you see. Um, so, yeah, if you didn't know, now you know. And um, so Trey is the person that is not only in our team because he's wonderful and he and his husband Murray are also walking with us and doing things out in the community, but Trey's the person that whenever you have a concern, your first point of contact is going to be him. So he hears it and sees it all. And I have an enormous level of guilt about how many times <laughs> via social media that I'm like, just call Trey. <laughs> so you're the reason why. Okay. So I owe, owe you a very direct apology. Is that you're the reason. Yes, it is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So I will make this comment. I am, um, I was born in Topeka, but I was not raised in Topeka. I was raised in Meriden, which is just up north. I know. Hop, skip, and a jump. But, uh, Yes, yes, definitely north side. Um, but what Meriden gave me was that a small town feel, everyone's family. I come to Topeka. Even though Topeka is a city, we're still a small town feel, everyone is family. So when I hear from you guys, I feel like I'm talking to family. And I still remember 
are knocking on doors in North Topeka, talking to Irma, and she had no family. And just, she was so appreciative just to hear, just to talk to somebody and have that face-to-face relation, and it was amazing. So you guys can call me, talk to me about the good, talk to me about the bad, talk to me about the ugly, because we're family. I want to hear from you guys. We're Topeka. We're one. And now everybody's crying. I know. I know. Well, and one of the things that Trey, you kind of talked about the the budget, and one of the things that amazes me about the group, just the people that are around this room right now with me, um, we're all volunteers. Like the the time we put into go report the potholes, to the walk the neighborhoods, to knock on doors, to To make the podcast, to make the podcast, to do all this stuff. It's it's all volunteer. We're not having to pull from a city budget for this. This isn't. We're not paid for this. We're not. Um, this is out of the goodness of our heart. This is because we care about our community. And that's one of the biggest things for me is seeing the people here and the people that aren't here right now. There's a few people that couldn't attend tonight, and that's that's fine. People are busy. But having that drive from individuals that want to be involved, that want to see that family and their community kind of expand and be able to provide um, the experiences that you're looking for and to be able to step up and kind of do that, I think, is something that's amazing um, from the group that we've seen. So. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of add that a little bit. Like, not necessarily the budget; like it's 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 bad, but like it's it's amazing to see the individuals around us kind of step up and make up for that. So, yes, definitely. Murray, you're the only one that hasn't talked. So what? And Jennifer hasn't talked. Ooh, so we're gonna wrap up with a Jennifer. Hi, Hi boo. <laughs> I guess I'm the one who hasn't talked yet. Um, so my name is Murray Heikes. Uh My husband is Trey, who just got done talking for a little bit. He's the uh, assistant to the mayor and. Um, he does a lot of good work, but as far as my involvement with the team, I've only been involved in as so far as how much time I can set aside from when I was in school and now that I'm working full time. Hey, you make cookies. Uh, yes, I did. Actually, I was going to talk about that a little bit. Um, <laughs> so for those of you who might not have known or who may just not have been aware of this, we did an event a few months ago where we went out to uh, local fire departments and police department and kind of let them know our appreciation about um, all the work that they do and just kind of getting to see, you know, what their experience is like, that kind of thing. And from my experience, I work as a therapist in the real world. And um, just from having that experience, talking with people about some of their difficulties and things, I understand that for these people, it might seem like a small thing, just getting cookies, but having that person in your city kind of reach out to you and say hey you know what i appreciate you i care about you thank you for doing all this good work that can mean a lot to people because they don't always kind of get that appreciation from the public they're usually just kind of like oh it's expected of you and you should be here and you know that's all we need from you but having somebody kind of reach out and say you know what? i really appreciate what you do thank you for coming in risking your life every day being the person that's on the front lines because that's a dangerous job so i think that was one of the things i really appreciate about this team is that we always try to put our best foot forward and help people be appreciated, be noticed and all that kind of stuff. So that's one thing that I really appreciated kind of getting to see out of this team and be a part of with this team. You're the best Murray. Thank you. Thank you. And most importantly, thank you for supporting Trey. And cause I know that our work is really hard and he's much more than an assistant. I always tell people he's the real boss. He and Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> it is very hard work for him, but I know he definitely appreciates you guys and he loves you guys like a family. So I'm really glad that you are there for him and that we can help take care of him even in those difficult times. So. <laughs> <laughs>
Miss Jen. Hello. Okay. <clears throat> so this is Jennifer Getz. Um, I am the I am in, in my big girl job, a multimedia marketing coordinator. Um, what I do here Did you graduate from pull ups? Did I graduate? <laughs> been a really big day. Really big day. Still got my night times though. Um, okay. anyway, uh, adulting. Um, so that being said, uh, what I do for this whole group, um, I, I, I think I would qualify myself as a brand manager, the literal logo brand manager. Um, and then um, one of the other big things that I manage is um, all of your social media and a lot Our. of a, a lot of print materials hours yep uh-huh uh a lot of print materials uh things along those lines um i make sure that the emails go out i make sure that um stuff is posted to the website like it's supposed to be all that jazz um so if it's digital it, it, it ends up falling in my court um that being said and and sticking in with that vein i'm gonna go on a brief caveat and thank my husband really quick for the quantity of times that I've busted out my laptop at a really weird hour of the day that you wouldn't expect somebody to be like, Do you, hang on just a second. Yeah. I don't know how many times he's been like, hey, let me tell you about my day. And I'm like, just hang on a second. I got to do, thank, it's Michelle, just one minute. And so um, so he's he's uh, been a, a very gracious and patient partner. Um, now to get back on track, um, because I handle so much digitally, um, I think... The, two of my favorite examples of what I get to do to help all of this out is um, um, the first one was when we posted the final four city flags. Oh my gosh! On Facebook. We had so much volume. That was I don't I don't remember the specific numbers of that day, but I'm pretty sure we had more than nine thousand interactions that day just yes, on that post. Um, and then that grew. And to, how many do you have regularly? Uh, anywhere from a thousand sure. to two. It's it's anywhere from a thousand to three thousand. Um, and then of course there's all the geeky metrics about so long as you know um, the the readership can see you like literally see yeah. you in a post. We we have better engagement. Um, but but that being said, we 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 put the flags up. Um, I uh, truly thought, well, this will be kind of an innocuous post. I was wrong. <laughs> yes, you um, were. I was really wrong. I um, think that between everybody managing the comments, there were over 90 comments that we were feeling. Uh -huh. Yeah. And that, that whole post saw, uh, I believe, upwards of 16,000 Wow. Worth of people of engagement um, in the course of around 48 hours. I did not stop monitoring that post for a week. Um, and, and so that's that's massive. Um, a, and that's a good thing. And that's right? a great yeah. thing. That's yes, a great thing. that's a great thing because um, the, the, the true point of what I want to get to has nothing to do with the numbers and has everything to do with the quantity of people that took the time to comment. I am a massive believer when it comes to social media that really what you're doing is you are rolling out the rug to your digital home and you are saying, bring a casserole or come and yell at me. And it's, it's, it's often both. Um, it's because we're family. It's cause, <laughs> yes. And it's cause we're family. <laughs> and sometimes there's creepy uncles, but that's not the point. So, um, and he's gonna take That's that out. Here. He's gonna take that out and post. Yeah, um, but the 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 big thing for me with that was the quantity of people um, that had something to say and they knew they could say it. 
I cannot express to you how important that is because one of the things that was so important to me personally about being involved in all of this was the opportunity to provide transparency to the public about the office, give them the opportunity, the actual direct opportunity that when they want to be happy or they want to be upset or they have a question about potholes, um, they can ask it and it will get answered. Um, um, so, so that was a really important day in my mind. And then another one, <clears throat> excuse me, that I also really enjoy is when I get to, um, inadvertently in the very much in the background work with Michelle and Ryan during day in the life of posts. Oh God. Yeah. You know, it's interesting how much people like those. They love those. And it's, um, it, it's because they are so humanizing. Um, you, you, you have your Wonder Woman brand and your moniker that you carry around with you. But then in the, even in this most recent one, the opening photo is you in the bathroom. You know, it's interesting because that morning. So, so I think that for those of you and you guys all here, our family, you know that I am not naturally an extrovert. Um, I love my quiet place. And if you were to ask the people who know me where my happy place is, it's with a TV off in a corner with a book. Um, and that's where I am happiest and more at peace. Um, and that day is the second time that we've done it because we have two years in mm -hmm. a row. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and of course I feel super comfortable with Ryan and Ryan has a gift. Ryan. Yes, he does. Bishop just shows up to a place and you don't feel him. And it's like this, this, like he calls it creeper mode because <laughs> it's like, Cause you really don't know that he's around and when you least expect I it. taught him everything. <laughs> yes, Jeff, we know you did, um, but, but you know, but it, it's been really interesting that he came in that morning super early. He's like, Hey, when do you want me there? And I said around seven 15 and it, he ended up being here at seven, um, which is where the make. I don't like being late. I know. Yeah. Right. And, uh, but when a woman tells you seven 15, uh, it's because her makeup is still not on. Um, <laughs> And um, so it was really interesting that I'm like, hey, I'm just, I said, hey, come in. He came into the house, you know, just started talking with the girls because, of course, he's Uncle Ryan. And next thing you know, I'm like, oh, perfect. He's talking to the girls. This is what's in my brain. And then I hide in the bathroom and start putting on my makeup. And all of a sudden he says something and we start talking, but it just never registered that he was he's taking got the, the pictures mm -hmm. that he was taking because mm -hmm. we're having a conversation. And that was the same dynamic throughout the day. And it's interesting that you mentioned that photo because out of, I've received two comments out of that, that specific, mm -hmm. um, shoot. One of them was that picture of you putting your makeup on in the morning. Just, it was just so, so real. You know? It's extremely intimate, it and, is. Not, and not in a it is. funky way. It's no, just no, no, no. But it was. Intimate, yeah. It was just this, like, really. And, and I've gotten a lot of comments on that one. And the, the other one that I get is the same thing that Jared said this morning, this afternoon, when we walk into the house. It's like, darn it, I just get tired looking at your feed. Um, it's like, how the heck do you have the energy to do all this crap mm -hmm. and to work with all these people and still be in a good mood? Mm -hmm. I had to take a nap. <laughs> just watching her feed. Mm -hmm. Next thing you're gonna say is, "Get off my lawn." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I'm yes, anyway, so yes, absolutely. That that one seems to be a big one. Yeah, and 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 it's it's always really fun to to be a part of that day, just because I don't know when it's going to happen. But all of a sudden, I've got a text wall of photos from Ryan, and I'm like, okay, time to make magic happen. Um, so, um, 
that day, just from a logistics standpoint, is a lot of fun. That day from a partnership standpoint, I love it because it's so much fun to take um, um, on a basic level what you guys are doing and push it out. And, and, and I take a lot of pride in telling that story. Um, that being said, um, that, like I said, my favorite part of that though, is the partnership of working with everybody that's in this room, um, um, telling those stories, helping to make sure that that is, is like I said, very clear and very accessible. But the, the most important thing out of this group, and I was telling Jeff this on the way over here was this whole crew is the family I never saw coming. So... That's just something that's extremely important to me that I that I value a lot, and um, it's it's a, a hyper intensity on my personal part, and I think uh, I think I can safely say that I feel it in the room at all times to to uphold that family, um, and like I said, just because I didn't see it coming doesn't doesn't make it any less so. Um, I really appreciate you guys, and I, I'm very you. grateful for what I get to do we here. We love you. So, same. So, yes, what, what Nicole is, uh, you cannot see this, but Nicole is raising her hands. <laughs> well, I, I feel like you were getting ready to do a wrap-up, so before you did, or and if you weren't, I'll let you go. I was going to wrap up. Okay, so I'll go. Um, <laughs> one of the things we haven't mentioned that I, so I was bossy. thinking That's about. That's why she's the Iron Fist. <laughs> I'm calm and collected. I'm just telling you what to do. She has that drive. You knew what this was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we all knew what we were signing up for. Um, so I think one of the unspokens this year, one of my jobs is to help Michelle um, kind of have a go board. You know, what is it that she wanted to make sure she's being intentional Wait a about in the city? I'm going to correct you on that one. And this is, you know, forever out there in the Internet and in the public. This is not about what Michelle wants and what the com community needs and what we want to do. And that's what makes this team tick because it's never been about what I think is best for the city. We do community engagement on purpose to hear what people want and then we provide that to the public and this team holds us accountable on what we're doing. So, as you were saying. Yes, ma'am. Yes, madam, ma'am. <laughs> um, well, that's perfect because I think one of the things that we talked about um, so intentionally during the campaign was community pride. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm a person that enjoys metrics and to-do lists. Um, and I think one of our guests have arrived. Um, but one of the things that was so amazing about the, from the campaign to now, which has been about two years and a month, exactly, today. Not that you were keeping track. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, was it, we say we want to build community pride. We want to build community pride. Um, the Topeka's on the cusp, but we need more community pride. And... What does that really mean? What does community pride really mean? And I am, Michelle, I just want to say a credit to you that oh, I God, feel no. like you you have taken the concept of we need to build our community pride and made it a tangible thing that people are literally grabbing onto with two hands and pulling people with them to say like, get with it, this city is fun. And they truly I mean, are. And they truly yeah, are. But I, think, I, want... I think that to say that it's me, I think it's 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 unfair because I think of people like S.J. Hazim, I think of Bob Ross, I think of 
Tyler Buckley, who came up with Topeka Positive Reviews. Um, I, I could I could keep on naming people. Matt Povarnik, no, for example. No, of course. Of course. It's an um, army of It's leaders. an army of people in this community who all of a sudden are starting to realize that we do have something wonderful to offer. And I've said this for years. When you talk ill about Topeka, you're talking ill about yourself. And it's this whole thing of people realizing that we have some really freaking cool people in this community. We are cool. We have the it factor. We just never celebrated it. So I, I, and I know that I always do this. I deflect any praise that comes my way. You are. I'm letting you. <laughs> but, um, but I do have to give credit where credit is due. And if Carson wouldn't have bought the building when he bought it, it wouldn't have spurred the Cody Fosters and the Klossmans and all the other people who own buildings downtown to say maybe this is a worthwhile investment because he was an island on his own. If yeah, it, well, there were people before me, Mike Wilson, Mike Mike Fox, Wilson, Carol Mike Fox. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you have the owners of of uh, you. I mean, you, you have so many people that have been down there that all of a sudden the fruit of our dreams has become a reality, and I think that what people are seeing is that that accessibility, that true let's work together, that true opening of doors to people that would have never imagined them, being in a leadership position in our community, being able to lead and have access to their public officials and being able to shape that point of view and shape the way that things move in our community, that's what's creating the pride. And this is why, and I don't mean to take this from you, Nicole, but this is why this team is so important. If you look at this room that I have the privilege of, of looking into, we have a cross-section of black, Latino, straight, gay, Christian, atheist. Old. Old. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I wasn't, Jeff, I wasn't going to say old, but I was going to say seasoned, green, um, individuals that all have very different points of views that all understand that we're not always going to agree, but we all have the same goal in common. How do we make our community a better place? Not just for us, but most of us have kids or are thinking of having kids. And we want our kids to stay and we want our families to love the place that they're from and to be proud of it. So I think that that's what you're seeing. I refuse to take the credit for that, but thank you. <laughs> You make a very fine face for it then. How about that? Yeah. yeah, definitely. And I'd also add that the people who call Topeka home were the ones that, you know, put the word out there that Topeka is oh, great. Yeah. It's not just, you know, the business leaders. It's it's the people who live here, who Absolutely. work here. Mm -hmm. and, and being a 50-year Topekan, uh, I would say this is the most positive that I have ever seen in i mean half a century jeff you and i were the old guys <laughs> that's right we're the old guys you're not old you're seasoned season. we're seasoned i'm sorry that's seasoned right. yeah but this is the most positivity that i have seen in our community and i love it I well love it. i have one more person that's going to speak that was not here initially but i want everybody to give praise to a woman who has changed her life who has gone from difficulties and tragedy to overcoming, who was a person that at one point in time could even say that she was really upset with the police department, and now she's a chaplain for the police department, and who just today graduated with over 200 hours of education and is now gonna be one of the pastors in our community, 
Miss Champagne Lloyd is in the room. <laughs> question is this year yeah this I, year what 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 were some of the things that impacted you the most about working with this team i think you alluded to it the conversation um the conversation has started this room is full of people who initiated conversations um cross-sectorally because we weren't talking which is why we were dead because everybody i don't i think because we weren't talking, it might not have been a hate Topeka as much as we thought. There was people that had concerns. There were people that didn't know what to do, but we weren't talking. So there was this sense of like not having pride in Topeka, but I think it was because we just weren't talking. Um, so this room um, has amazed me in the conversations that have started, initiatives that's gone forth. And I just think, Heck, we have an independent police officer. Yeah. <laughs> She's laughing. So what you guys probably don't know, and I'm going to open this up for the public to know, we are having our one-year review of how we are doing as a team and what things we're focusing on and whose voices we're lifting up. Champagne shows up at the meeting, and she looks at me, and she's like, you know what? We don't have enough of our voices of black voices being expressed. I feel like there's still some concerns and I think that we need to start working and, and just bridging that gap that is out there for people to feel represented. So champagne says that, and we had back to back how many episodes on diversity on our podcasts and on our newsletters. And then afterwards we had some situations that were pretty tense and we end up with an independent police officer. And a lot of that credit goes to you because I mean, the, the, the work that we had to do when I became elected and nobody knows how many hours you and I spent together in inner city neighborhoods, talking to people, just listening, and you facilitated those conversations. So your part, an integral part of what brought us to an audience that we would have never been able to access because they were burnt. Yep. Conversations. Conversations. Yeah, conversations. So that's, that's just my thing. I'm just in awe of this team. Like, is Hannah, like, what? I mean, like, Will, like, it's just, like, come on, y'all. I can't. I just, <laughs> I just, I just can't. Look at us. Do y'all remember? Remember where we started? Like, everybody has blossomed into something else. Everybody. Like, that's crazy retarded to me. I just can't. I can't. But you did. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we'll keep going. Yes, ma'am. Right. <laughs> I think that's this what's been amazing. so exciting is that, yeah, we haven't, when Michelle got a new job, we all started the path to new jobs, which is really, it's been so rewarding. And I don't think any of us are ready to stop. This is just a process. And, um, I think what's been really wonderful about this group is getting to invite more and more people in, having those new members join us because they feel that investment. 
Well, isn't it isn't it interesting that isn't that what leadership is supposed to be all about? Yeah, it's leadership, leadership is not about, oh, I have this door open for me and I'm just going to stand in that door and bask in my own glory. Leadership is understanding that you never get to a place because of your own virtues. You're always standing on the shoulders you're of giants. You're always standing on the shoulders of giants and it is your job once you get there to make sure that you're opening the door and supporting people and, and, and pulling their hand as they're walking up the steps. Um, so I don't know. I think that as I wrap up, because I, we've been talking for 43 minutes, my friends, um, but it's worth it. I think that the community needs to hear your guys's voices and your guys's hearts. Um, we love you, Topeka. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for inserting the comedy because I'm getting teared up. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I, I think it's Christmas and Christmas always brings me to this very vulnerable time because ever since I, I got on a plane with my son and came to Kansas, I had no blood family here. I still don't have any blood family here. And Christmas season always brings out the best of the holiday, which is me wanting to give my girls the best time ever. Um, but it also is a, a really painful reminder that as an adult, blood family wise, if I were to choose to look at it that way, I could see myself as being completely alone here with my kids. Um, 2017 was a very hard year. Um, I lost six people that were instrumental pillars. 2018, I lost one more that was super instrumental, that was Don Page. And then in 2019, I lost my grandmother, that's my mom. Um, so for me, this season has been extremely difficult, but it's really interesting that as I, as I ponder on what I lost this year and what I've lost since I embarked on this journey, I look around this room and I know that I have you guys and I know that I'm not alone and I know that I have a family and family is the group of people that you make that love you unconditionally that are standing by you. And I am so grateful for that. Um, I think that aside from this family that I am so blessed to have, I've had the privilege of having some beautiful people introduced in my life this year that have given my life a different flavor. And um, I think that some of those individuals, I have to give great credit to Dan Skoda in the 190th refueling wing of the Kansas Air National Guard. Um, my family just expanded and multiplied because I have, I have been able to see our military and our, our, our air force base from a perspective, a deep, intimate perspective that very few people get an opportunity to do. Um, I was named the honorary wing commander earlier this year. And ever since then, it's just been on. I mean, like I try to be on base at least monthly and try to be in contact with, with Skoda, who's the wing commander on a regular basis. And we pray together. We, we struggle with things together. Uh, our families know each other. And just today was one of those days that it was a really heartfelt day because today included, um, going to the coffee shop with my mentor and my family, then 
running to the base and being with my new family and seeing these people that fight for our liberties and they do it so selflessly and they're from every age. Like Jeff was saying, we have the young people and then we have the more seasoned people that have seen things, you know? And then I got to go to see my daughter debate, my youngest daughter. And then from there, I ran over to watch Champagne graduate from the Topeka, um, the Urban Ministry Institute. And, and, and then I get to come back home to all of you and to speak out to our community, which is our home, which is our city. And all of the people that are listening to this, I just want you to hear, not just from my voice, but I want you to hear in the voices of every single individual that is doing this without being paid, that we're doing this not because we're getting anything out of it other than the satisfaction that we love you. And these are hard times. Christmas and holidays are difficult times because they remind us both of the void and of the joy. And in this season, I'm choosing at this moment to look around my room and say that I love you to all of those that are here and also tell all of you who are listening that needs a warm word that you are loved immensely by the people in this room and that we're here for you. So to all of you, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. I know that Eid is not at this time of the year this year, but Eid Mubarak, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy whatever it is that you celebrate. During this season, know that you are loved by an amazing group of individuals that are ordinary, everyday heroes that are here in this community to serve you. So with that, we want to wish you a great evening, a great day, and we look forward to seeing you soon. Mm -hmm.